0: If you could ask God any question that you wanted, what would you ask him? (laughs) Anybody have any questions you think, once I get to heaven, I, I might ask God a thing or two? You probably do. I think when I get to heaven, I may ask God some questions. Why do penguins have wings? They don't fly. Are they a bird or are they a fish, right? Where's Jimmy Hoffa, you know? (laughs) Why did the chicken cross the road? You know, I mean, I think we all probably have questions. Chris Rice is one of my favorite singer-songwriters, and a few years ago, he wrote a song called Questions for Heaven. Listen to the lyrics of this great song. Feel the sun in my eyes swat that clumsy fly, woke me up from a dream about heaven, smelling coffee downstairs, yawn a quick little prayer, and get up at a quarter to seven. Mirror catches my stare, got some nice pillow hair, and I smile all the way to the bathroom. Scratch my whiskery chin, now my cranium swims with questions I can't wait to ask you. Like, Why did you bother with so many stars? Do you ever play tricks on the angels? What happened to all of those dinosaurs? Where's the garden of Eden? Oh, and what causes deja vu? I guess in heaven I'll learn. I'll be waiting my turn to ask about quasars and feathers. I hope the line isn't long. I hope your patience is strong. It's a good thing forever's forever. Do our jokes make you laugh? What's your favorite cartoon? Can you tell me what's out past the edges? And what about UFOs, taste buds, and tornadoes? And why do we dream? Oh, and what causes deja vu? Time to call it a day. Time to turn off my brain. It's already half past 11. Reach to turn out the light and close my sleepy eyes and save up the questions for heaven. I'll save up the questions for heaven. I'm saving up questions for heaven. This series was birthed with questions in mind. I asked you several weeks ago to help me put together a series. I've entitled it Ask.God. I wanted to know what questions you have about God, about the Word of God, and boy, did you have questions <laughs> Now, let's set some ground rules. I'm not God. <laughs> I'm not even trying to play like I'm God. But I'm going to do my best with Pastor Dave. I've asked Pastor Dave to come. We are going to do our best to answer some of the questions that you have in this great series that I've entitled Ask.God. What up?
1: I just wanted to uh, promote... One more time. The bean. The bean. Get there.
0: You look so good with that flag shirt. Sure, I just want to mm. salute you. So patriotic. Don't you want to salute him? It took me an extra 10 minutes mm. to get ready
1: this morning because I was just saluting myself. You're in saluting the mirror. yourself in the mirror? But this way. Mm. That's well, good coffee. Though, it is good it? coffee. You don't mind if I drink coffee? Too bad. Um, so we got a couple of questions to ask, but before we do, I have a couple of questions myself that I'm going to ask God. The first one is this. Um, do you think, well, maybe you would know, about Jesus' hair. Mm. Did he have the receding hairline thing? Was he bald? Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh man. Because I'm 33, and if I let my hair grow, I've got this receding hairline.
0: I've got the bald spot right back here, so I just went a little bigger <laughs> with the bald spot. So I am not a just, spot anymore.
1: I'm just curious about Jesus' hair. Um, And the second thing is, how did God make those sandals last for like 40 years Mm. when they're walking around? Because I can't, my shoes last like, you know, 30 seconds. 40 days, yeah. You know, but um, anyways. Questions for heaven, right? Questions for heaven. Um, We've kind of broken up the questions, all the questions you submitted, and uh, today's topic is um, about God and about the Bible and um, questions like that. So um, we're going to just dive into, are you ready? Bring it. Okay. Um, These three are all related, so I'm just going to kind of jump in there and read them all to you. Uh, The first one was, uh, how was God created? How does God do what he does? And number three, in Genesis, it says, God created the heavens and the earth. So before the heavens were created, uh, where did he live?
0: You're going to hit me right off, aren't you? One, two, three, punch. Trying to bring me down. You're not going to bring me down. Listen, anybody ever wondered about God? Who is God? Where did God come from? Well, I think it's a fair question. We may not get to all of the questions, by the way. There was over 50 questions that came in. This first week is all about God and uh, the Word of God. Next week, is uh, the focus is all about suffering and pain. Why does God allow children to suffer and to be abused? And all, It's all around suffering and pain and death. That's next week. Two weeks from today, you might want to bring your seatbelt and buckle in. We're going to hit the sex talk. We're gonna talk about uh, sexuality in relation to God's word, homosexuality, transgender issues. Listen, church, we better be talking about it because our society is screaming it. Our media is, is blatantly talking about this. We have to know what does God's word say about this subject. People are confused. Oh, I'm getting into two weeks from now, I'm sorry. Uh, the fourth week. Okay, three weeks from today. Don't miss this one. It might might just end up being my favorite. We're going to have a panel discussion with all of the pastors. So we're going to just do all of the miscellaneous. There were so many that didn't fit one of these three. They're just miscellaneous. So we're bringing all the pastors up here and we're going to go through these miscellaneous. But here we are talking about God. How was God created? How does God do what he does? Where did God live before he created the heavens? Wow. Well, In order to answer these questions or any questions, we have to go to the source of our belief. This is what we believe, church. This is what we build our life as Christians on. It is the foundation of the Word of God, and this is solid rock. So open your Bible to Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 1, and we'll understand maybe a little better today about God. Genesis 1.1 says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. I just want to shorten it a little bit. In the beginning God. Say that with me. In the beginning God. That's enough right there. God is in the beginning. He was in the beginning, and he will always be. You see, the Bible doesn't tell us where God came from. It only tells us that God was there in the beginning. If God wanted us to know his origin, he would have told us. If he wanted more detail told about him, he would have told it. He wants us just to simply believe that he is God, he was, and he will be. I did find this out, Pastor Dave. There... There was no God before him, and there will be no gods after him. Let me get you real excited. Isaiah chapter 43, watch this, verses 10 and 11. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, so that you may know and believe and understand. Know, believe, and understand that I am he. Watch this. Before me no God was formed, nor will there be one after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and apart from me there is no Savior. There is no other. Hallelujah. We don't know everything about God. We just know that in the beginning God was. There wasn't any gods before him. There's not going to be any gods after him. He stands in a class all by himself. Moses said, well, who do I say sent me? When God said, go and deliver my people, God said, you just tell him I am that I am has sent you. I'm going to try to teach, but I might preach. I'm going to try to sit still, but I might run just a little bit here in a minute. God is just God, and we can't fully understand who God is. Because, watch, God is infinite, and we are finite. All right, well,
1: let me put a seatbelt on you. I don't want a seatbelt on me.
0: <laughs> I want to run a little bit and tell somebody that God is in a class all by himself can't figure God out. Don't waste your time spinning the night, spinning your wheels trying to figure out God. God is in a class all by himself. He is God. He's always been God and he'll always be God. He's
1: infinite.
0: <laughs> Rose, sit down. You're going to get me preaching today. Hey, hey, put, put a belt on her. Put a belt on her. Somebody put
1: a belt on her.
0: He's too grand for us to understand. He's too big for our puny little minds to wrap around. He's infinite, Pastor Dave. This means that he is without limit. He is unlimited. He is unmeasurable. We are finite. What's that mean? Well, if he's infinite, unlimited, and unmeasurable, we are finite. That means we are limited. And we are measurable how many would just admit today i'm limited come on and look at two people and tell them say i'm limited i'm limited don't count on me too much because i'm limited there's only so much i can do i'm limited but i'm tapped into the unlimited i'm finite but i'm tapped into the infinite hallelujah he is unlimited there's no limit to our god he's unmeasurable We can easily be measured. We might get back to this. We might not. I don't know. The Bible says that our span is, what, 70 to 80 years? Maybe if by good measure we might live some more. You might live to be 100. You might live to be over 100. Some people, that's their goal. That's not my goal. I'll tell you right now. I want to get to my everlasting living as soon as I possibly can. But it's God's business how long. I do know this. I'm not going to live forever on earth. I have earthly living and I have eternal living. Hallelujah. God is infinite, unlimited, unmeasurable. We are finite, limited, and measurable. It's like me asking you, Pastor Dave, tell me what the highest number is.
1: I would tell you infinity. Anybody ever
0: thought, what's the highest number? It doesn't exist. The highest number, what's the highest number? Oh, you you spend your whole you you spend your whole life trying to chase down a number that doesn't exist. You hit it right though. Infinity is what we would say infinite. It's a number that doesn't exist, so there's no point in trying to discover it. God is infinite, we are finite, so it's no no point in trying to chase that down. Let me answer these questions. How was God created? He wasn't created. He's eternally existent. He's infinite. He's unlimited. He's unmeasurable. How does God do what he does? Well, let me tell you this. He's omnipotent. He's all powerful, and so he can do anything he's, he wants to do. He can speak it into existence or reach down his strong and mighty hand and, and make it out of his hands. He's omnipotent. Where did he live before he created the heavens? Well, the scripture says in verse 2 the earth was what w- w- I'm spitting all over my screen. The earth was without form. I'm getting all fired. Y'all get me fired up today. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. So we just go back to what the scripture says. Where did God live? He hovered over the water. That's all we know. This is what we believe. You got any more questions for me?
1: <laughs> hmm. Let's wait till you're seated. Okay. All right, so you, you just read the scripture in Genesis 1-2. It says the earth was without form and void. And so um, in our school systems, they're preaching and teaching this uh, theory of evolution, the theory of uh, the Big Bang. We're coming from monkeys and fish and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, the question is, is the theory of evolution good or bad?
0: Well, let me answer it like this. The theory of evolution is dangerous, which equals bad. You know, to answer the question exactly how it's written, I think it is bad because it's so dangerous. You know, there is the matter of evolution, okay, and evolving. You know, we get a little bit older, Mark, we get a little bit gray, right, around our temples. I told you I just shaved mine off. But I'm just telling you, that's that's when we grow older, we evolve. We're not as spry as we used to be. You know, there's an evolution, uh, a level of evolution in, in the world. You know, I'm, I'm from Terre Haute, Indiana. Thank you. They give me a good shout out to Terre Haute. Make me homesick. In the spring, though, we go to the lake, we go to the little brook, the streams, and you know what I see? I see tadpoles. And I love to catch the tadpoles, and I like to keep them as long as I can because I could see them evolve. They didn't stay tadpoles very long. All of a sudden, you'd wake up the next morning, and, and their legs started to grow. And if you got to keep them long enough, they evolved to what? A frog, of course. Same thing with a caterpillar. He's just crawling around on a limb, and then one day, he's in a cocoon, and then another day, he's got wings. The caterpillar evolves to the butterfly but that's just that's not what we're talking about here we're talking about the theory of evolution that's darwin's theory of evolution darwin's theory of evolution is the notion that all life is interrelated and has descended from a common ancestors in other words birds and bananas all have the same dna we're all related fish and flowers all related darwin also believed in natural selection which promotes that a species can change over time and eventually create a whole new species. Like you just mentioned, the monkey or the ape can, come and be, uh, can become a man. But my uncle is not a monkey. Come on, somebody. I didn't come from goo to the zoo to now you, right? God created, and we believe this, The theory of evolution goes against the core beliefs of the Bible and God as our creator. Evolution assumes that there's no personal divine creator who designed the world. Evolutionists believe that everything came into existence by a series of chance happenings, random events that occurred over billions of years ago. They believe in the Big Bang Theory. There was just this Big Bang, and then all of a sudden the universe was created and, and everything, was, everything came from that in such perfect harmony and perfect order. Well, that would that's like saying an explosion in a print shop could produce an encyclopedia. An explosion in a junkyard could assemble... A Boeing 747. Come on, somebody, help me today. Evolution is a hypothesis. Remember, it's the theory of evolution. Without scientific evidence, by the way, show me a fossil of the ape transforming into the man or anything else for that matter. They don't find that. Because it's because God created. Most, most who believe, most scientists that believe in the theory of evolution. Just as a side note, they're atheists or agnostics. They don't believe in the Bible. They don't believe in God. We believe, however, that there is a God who is omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent, all-powerful, and nothing is impossible for him. And he created with his words and with his hands all that is. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness over the face of the deep. God's spirit hovering over the face of the waters. Verse number three, God said, let there be light and there was light. And it goes on to say everything else that God declared. Let there be and there was. How many believe today in a creator? Hallelujah. We have to believe this by faith. (laughs) You're saved by faith, for it is by grace that you have been saved through what? Through faith. You're saved by faith. We have to live this life by faith. There are questions that we have. But let me take you back to Hebrews chapter 11. Verse number 3 says, by faith. I wonder, do we have that? By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. So that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. God didn't take some spare parts and say, I think I'll make this. He made it out of nothing. But we have to believe this. How? By faith. Somebody say, by faith. Faith. By faith. I love this in Colossians 1.16. For by him all things were created in heaven... On earth, visible, invisible, whether thrones, dominions, rulers, authorities, all things. Somebody say all things. All things. The scripture says all things were created through Him and for Him. This is what we believe, church. This is what we believe, but we have to believe it by faith, Pastor Dave.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's important that um, you know in the creation that we need to be promoting that and our schools and their students need to stand up for what the Bible is saying you know and not uh, not latch on to the world's agenda the theory of evolution but um, kind of shifting gears here um, there's a lot of uh, references in the Bible of we and that's referring is it referring to the church is it referring to believers is it referring to God uh, so the question comes in it says when God says we to what is he referring?
0: God uses the plural uh, several times throughout Scripture. There are two schools of thought concerning this. One view suggests that the plural wording is used to denote majesty. In fact, today there are kings and royals that use the plural when they're talking about themselves. So that's one school of thought. I don't believe that's what it's talking about, however. I believe that um, when, when God says we, when God uses the plural, he's talking about the Trinity. And this is what we believe here at La Palma Christian Center. We believe in the Trinity.
1: Well, that, that word is, you know, growing up in church, I've heard that word a lot, the Trinity. And uh, it kind of goes with our next question. Is God the three in one, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, are they one God?
0: The simple answer to this is yes. It is complicated. It's difficult to fully understand. The Trinity, uh, the, the view of Trinity doctrine is one God, eternally existent through three persons, which is God the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit. And we see a great, great example of this in Matthew, Chapter 3, why don't you open your Bible? We're going to bring this to a close here in a minute. Not able to get through everything, I'm I'm sorry about that. But I want you to see this in Matthew chapter 3, a great example of the Trinity and, and, and seeing the Trinity all together, working together in one setting. It's Jesus' baptism, verse number 16 and 17. When Jesus was baptized, immediately he came up from the water, and behold... The heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. I love this, Pastor Dave, because it, it just shows that Godhead all working together. Jesus, God the Son, is in the jordan river getting baptized and as soon as he comes up out of the water god the holy spirit shows up in the form of a dove now he is not a dove let me make that clear the bible likens uh the holy spirit to a lot of things he's like a dove he's like fire he's like wind he's like oil Um, But he's just the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God shows up and rests on Jesus. And then the heavens open and the voice of God, the Father, speaks and says, That's my boy. And I'm proud of him. So there's the Trinity. You know, I I just want to wrap it up if you don't mind. There's more questions. um, And unfortunately, we're not going to get to all of these. We might throw some of these maybe into the miscellaneous for week four. But let let me just have you open your Bible to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, I think is the best way to sum this up today. Again, church, we are saved by faith. And we have to live our life by faith. People are going to ask us all kinds of questions. What is our answer? It's just what I believe. By faith, I believe this. Now, faith, verse 1, is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things, what? Uh, (laughs) Evidence of things not seen. I've never seen God but I believe that he is. He told Moses, I am that I am, I believe him. I I believe he still is. I've never seen heaven, but I believe it's a real place and it's somewhere that I wanna go. Come on, does anybody have faith in heaven? I also have faith that there's a hell. You know, we used to say it like this, there's a heaven to be gained, there's a hell to be shunned. I don't want to go to hell. The Bible tells us how to avoid it. We have to live by faith. It's the evidence. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. I'm hoping for heaven. Evidence of things I haven't seen. For by faith, the elders obtained a good reputation or a good testimony. By faith. We have questions for God, questions about God, questions about the Word of God, questions about books that weren't included in the Word of God. We just didn't get to it, Stephen. It might be in the miscellaneous. It was scheduled for today. I don't know if we'll get to that. It's a good question, though. He had a question about the book of Enoch. Questions, but it's by faith we live, church. By faith we have to accept by faith we understand verse three, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God so that the things which are the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And then it goes on to start listing the hall of faith. by faith, Abel. by faith, Enoch. by faith, Noah, oh let me just squeeze this one in verse number 6 of chapter 11 without faith it's impossible impossible to please God. By faith Abraham, by faith Sarah. Then it says something really powerful. These all verse number 13 of chapter 11. These all died in faith not having received the promise. They just saw them from afar, we might die. Dan, I'm still believing that a trumpet's going to sound and that you and I will just be transported and we'll join the dead in Christ, which rise first. <laughs> Even so, Lord Jesus, come quickly. But if not, we may die in the faith. See what I'm saying? Then it resumes the hall of faith by faith Abraham, by faith Isaac, by faith Jacob, by faith Joseph, by faith Moses and his mother, his his parents. All of these, verse 39 of chapter 11, having obtained a good testimony through faith, they did not receive the promise. We don't end, you know, we have separated scripture into chapters, but it really just reads right on, Al. Verse number one of chapter 12 says, therefore, in other words, I've said all this in chapter 11 to say this now, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of what? Of our faith. Don't get distracted by questions that you don't have the answers to and that, quite honestly, your pastor may not have the answers to. We're saved by faith. We're going to walk by faith. We're going to live by faith. And we might die in the faith. Y'all could have helped me right there. I'm just saying. I love that, though, Elliot, the author and the finisher of our faith. See, he who begun a good work, help me, somebody. He who started something in you, hallelujah, he will be faithful to complete it. I want you to stand all over this building. God, we just will be honest today. We have questions. God, we don't have it all figured out. We wonder about things. What about this? Why did you do this? But at the end of today, We are making a declaration that even though we have questions, we still believe and we put our faith in you. You're the author of our faith and you will be the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on,
1: does anybody believe today? Thank you, Lord. And I believe. this and I believe in the hope
0: I believe in the Holy Spirit. Our God. I believe it. And I believe in the resurrection. I believe that it. We will rise yes, again. Lord. Yes, Lord. For I believe in the name of Jesus. Of Jesus. Come on, if you believe, lift up a hand I today. As a testimony, I believe in you. I believe, yes, I, I do.
1: believe that Jesus
0: Christ
1: is Lord.
0: Dear God, I thank you for all that you've done today throughout this service. God, I just thank you that we don't have to understand everything about you, but I pray that we won't ever lose the desire
1: to want to know more about you, because we love you, Lord, and we, we wanna be about you, God. We wanna understand so that we could show others who you are, not because not
0: we're afraid of anything or because things like that, but just because of our desire to know you more, that you would keep putting these questions in our heart, and some we, we might never get answered, but that we would be okay with that, and that you would strengthen our faith through this. I ask that you would just be with us through the rest of this day. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.